0: Love Talk Radio Charles?
1: Hello, Mr Timothy Hodge. How you doing, man?
0: <laughs> I'm great, man. How are you?
1: I'm good that you're on the line. I'm here ready to do what you wanna do.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like that.
0: Uh, Mr. Charles, uh thanks, man. Um I read some. I read good things about you, man. Um, based on what was sent to me, man. So you seem like an amazing talent, man. And, um, before we talk about the amazing part that you got going on, let's uh, take it back a little bit. Let's uh, talk about like how um, how you got started, man, and, and what gave you the uh, the inspiration to want to get into uh, entertainment.
1: <laughs> well, I always start like this. My name is Charles Reese. I was born. Raised and potty trained in Washington, D.C., your nation's capital, I am the son of Mary Alice Reese and Willie Reese, and we were uh, ignited with art and culture in the northwest section of D.C. called the Shaw District. Uh, Raised in a little Baptist church right across the street from Mosque Number 2, and those are for people in Washington, D.C. That's a big thing when I was growing up. Um, We were, we being my family and my sisters and brothers, I'm the youngest of seven children, um, we were engaged in a very interesting time growing up in Washington, D.C. It was a time where we had these wonderful after-school programs where you could do art, culture. They taught you how to um, do all kinds of wonderful things. So it was that environment that kind of sort of gave me a little push that mm, this could be something I would like to do. But I will admit, um, as I was coming through uh, elementary school, I had some wonderful teachers that gave me poetry. Mrs. Lillian Faulk had a great band teacher in junior high school named Mr. Lloyd Hoover, where I learned how to play the trumpet and the baritone in high school. I kind of sort of kept all of that going. So it was that environment growing up in that northwest section of dc that whole kind of sort of communal thing you know the whole thing it takes a village so that was my discovery that was my beginning um did plays did poetry things did a little singing a little, did a little bit of everything but the biggest thing that i learned in growing up in dc is that we knew education was a big part of everything. So if I didn't finish my schoolwork, I couldn't do anything else. So that was the big thing. It was Washington, D.C., the northwest section, and all those wonderful after-school public programs. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, as far as, uh, is there anyone in the entertainment field now that played a big inspiration or had a big impact on you uh, when you started out?
1: Now, that's interesting. That's a very, very interesting question. That's a big question. If I look at people that are going on now, of course, uh, for me, you have to go back in history. When I was growing up, there was Cisley Tyson. She was always on the set. There was LeVar Burton was around. Um, of course, the Denzels, um, but the Ozzy Davises and the Ruby Ds. They're, they're gone now. But I know you said here now, yes. but... For the here now people, you know, Denzel was when Denzel was around. Um, it was interesting because I was still a young actor, just getting to know myself. So um, some of the places that Denzel ended up being a part of were some of my little cycles. Like for example, Denzel worked with NEC and the ensemble, um, the, the NEC, the Negro Ensemble Company, I should say, which is actually celebrating its 50th. Uh, this year, and they'll be in town talking about that. But he was a part of the Soldier's Play, which ended up being the Soldier's Story, the film. So Mm -hmm. I ended up doing, working with the Soldier's Play, the play version when I was an undergrad, just through the case about how you run around. So when I got to New York, I I went to audition for NEC. They had changed around by, uh, by the time I got there, but I had an opportunity to work with Chuck Patterson, who was a part of NEC. So a lot of those actors like Denzel Washington, Esther Rose, um, um, e, uh, and, and uh, all of those folks, they came out of the Negro Ensemble Company. And so there are a lot of people that are there. Um, uh, Latondia Richardson-Jackson, which is Sam ja- Samuel Jackson's wife. Um, she was a part of that. There's so many people that are around today that are there. But I'll say, you know, Denzel, I'll, um, people that you might not know from the theater side that I enjoy, um, like you'll know them now, Ron Cephas Jones, who's on the show from This Is Us. He is an, ama- was an ama- has been an amazing actor before he got nominated for this Emmy Award. But he was always in New York during theater. I've always admired his his work. I always say, mm-hmm. for me too, I have to give Morgan Freeman a big shout out. I always say I'm on the Morgan Freeman track. Morgan Freeman's career really hit around 55, and I'm actually going to be 55 in about three months. Bless you. That things kind of sort of hit. So you know. I know I'm going around the bin about it. You asked for people who were alive, and I'm no, up. no, 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 oh, but you no. Sure. no, no. When, when you start talking, <laughs> other names will come out, and that's what. A, that, when I'm, I'm honoring you in that question, that question is oh. so loaded that you have opened all of my boxes of history that comes out. So I have to look at the ancestors mm-hmm. who've gone in the past and people who are here today. Love myself some Viola Davis. I uh, remember being on Off Broadway when Viola Davis was doing a piece called Intimate Apparel, um, and I have watched her in all her productions in um, August Wilson when she won her first Tony Award, and I even watched her when she and Denzel Washington were doing Fences on Broadway, and then to actually see Fences make it to an actual film. Uh, those people, and then there's some young people that I'm actually, really like. I mean, I love Sterling K. Brown, um, who's doing some amazing work. I love myself some Oba Baba tune. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on that so But one person I do have to say before I end this part of that section, because I know I went around the bend there, but there's a person that I have to honor all the time. His name is Lamar Alford. That was my biggest mentor who really shaped my environment of art culture or this business at show, as I like to call it. He was a Broadway artist. That was in the original production of Godspell, and I met him during my Morehouse College days. I studied with him, and he is the what I call a definitive mentor of mine who introduced me to some wonderful theater people who had an amazing career, and he's gone now. So I always have to honor him by calling his name three times, Lamar Alford, Lamar Alford, Lamar Alford, Lamar Alford. There you have it. All right.
0: I appreciate that the a person that you named uh miss Ruby D, I yeah. um I had the privilege of meeting her in person, and she actually came here to the studio uh mm-hmm. to an in person interview with me and it was truly one of a kind yeah. and um it it uh, she taught me so much and gave me so much advice
1: yeah. and well, um, like that. she
0: was so she was so honest and um and she was truthful. And I, and I, and I, you I, I say that because you don't get that from a lot of people. You didn't tell it was real. you not just with something, you know, oh, you don't know, you know, it was really from her.
1: And right, she right.
0: spoke about, you know, how, you know, how you're opening doors for people that's going to come in after you, you know what I'm saying? doing what you do. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, she just told me something that was amazing. And then, then, and I actually, the station here, I actually made up, um, an award for her. I had gave out some awards. Um, I do it every year and I had gave her a lifetime achievement award. Wow. And I think not after, not too long after that she passed. Yeah. And I had a call from her daughter. I was very, very upset, you know, like you know, she was so you know what I'm saying? So that one of them that you named she was actually here and I had the privilege to meet her. So and, you know we Well you're gonna to be very
1: excited because something's coming out since so you brought up Miss Ruby D and I'm glad you call her Miss Ruby because I do as well. Um <laughs> I uh, well, I had the privilege, I should say. I'll, I'll do two things. I had the privilege, when Ozzy Davis passed away, I actually did attend the actual Ozzie service, and ironically enough, I, w- I sat right across from her. How that even happened, I can't mm-hmm. remember all the details, but that's what happened. I actually have that actual program from that actual service because she wrote an amazing poem to her husband that was read that evening, and it was amazing because... Um, Carabella Fonte did the eulogy that he, that, that for that actual program over about over ten years ago, but she and her husband were amazing activists in this business, and pretty much they paved the way for pretty much all the things that are going on. And uh, we have other people out there doing the same thing. But Miss Ruby Dee will be in the new documentary about Lorraine Hansberry that's going to be coming out uh, on mm-hmm. PBS. Uh, should be in February. She's a they it it took 14 years to do this documentary on Lorraine Hansberry, and so I just saw a little snippet. If you'll Google Lorraine Hansberry's uh, new documentary, you'll get to see the new foot the new um, trailer that's actually up because it just made it to the Toronto Film Festival. So it'll be out in February, and Miss Ruby oh, wow. D is a part of that so they got that wow. before she passed away, which is wonderful. Let you know how long documentaries can take. The woman has been working on this documentary yeah. for 14 years. And, of course, we know that Ruby D was a part of Lorraine Hansberry's Raising the Sun back in 1959. So it's going to be exciting to actually see her voice again, a part of something, talking about Lorraine's life and her legacy and what it means today, and that all of them are gone.
0: Right. right. And also, that you named Miss Cicely Tyson. Who I also had the privilege to meet. I went to our, um, uh, I can't think of the name of it, so it was an award gallery in New York City, and um, I went down and they they honored her. She had given so much to this charity. Um, Mm -hmm. The charity basically helps uh, kids of all sorts of disabilities who um, have the aspiration to want to get into show business. Okay, and you have a lot of and you have, and you have a lot of the actors and actors who were a part of that organization that come back who are doing stressfully well and to show that it can happen.
1: So, yeah, right, uh, it right. it's
0: truly truly good coming here. But back to you, Charles. Um, you are doing uh, a, a a play um, on the BC Centric called the, um, the What Is It Beauty and the Ballers.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know what? It's it's a TV show. It started as a web series initially, Mm -hmm. so I've had a nine-year journey with the it. There was a web show back in uh, 2008, 2009 when it was shot as a web show. It was called WHO, W-H-O, and it was based Mm -hmm. on these two women who would get together and talk about pop culture, and I kind of sort of was their cook at the time. One was a basketball Mm -hmm. player's wife, and one was a good friend who was a CPA. And so you had never met the basketball player during that time. But in that incarnation, it was just the three of us. Then it migrated Mm -hmm. into what's called the Los Angeles Theater Web Festival, that this particular web show started that web festival. And that was all created by our wonderful creative producer and director, Michael Jagway Jr., who was an Emmy Award-winning writer who also wrote for E! Martin and a few other shows along the way, and I had known him for a number of years. So we moved from the web series, web festival, and then he decided to adapt the who web show into a tv show and so what you're seeing now is the adaptation version from a web series to what we now call beauty and the baller um the other actresses that i started with are have uh, gone to other roles my particular role as the chef jaleel baldwin and he also has uh, that's his whole name is now still a part is the is the long uh, as we call it, the long survivor who made it from the web all the way to the TV show in his regular in my regular role. So that's always very exciting. So now the show is called Beauty and the Baller and it's about now this basketball player who married this woman from the hood and it's about their shenanigans that they experience off the court. How to, what happens if uh, mm-hmm. someone hits your car and you have this fender bender and you have to go to court because now you're you're married to this basketball player and they're trying to get all this money from you. It talks about the shenanigans of the mother-in-law not wanting to, uh, not appreciating the wife because she's not a Southern girl. So those little types of shenanigans. And what happens in those basketball players' lives uh, off the court when it comes to preserving and saving them money and those types of shenanigans. So, like, again, um, uh, it, it's, it's been fun. It's been a great journey. We just completed our first um, season one. On TV. um so now we'll wait to see what the next step is
0: mm-hmm. what was it like um how to, first of all to go back a little bit uh, how sure. did you actually get um to get, get a role on the this project
1: well you can get roles a lot of ways in this time <laughs> called show business business of show <laughs> <laughs> one you can go audition for one Two, you can get, have an agent or manager, and they can send you out to go audition one. And then another way is, is that you can have a pe- person like Michael Jaguar, who I actually have known for years. But what ended up happening was I was actually doing my, uh, an excerpt from my um, piece about James Baldwin at the NAACP um, Theater awards back in 2008. Michael Jagway just happened to be there. I didn't know him, but he forgot that I had acted. And from that, he remembered that, and then within three months, I was invited to come to, uh, to, to audition for the web show, a web show that had no lines at the time. So I came in, and I just kind of sort of improvised on what he wanted to be there. And then I got hired from that point on, did the web show, and that's how that went for me. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so that's my journey on that particular role. And of course, more than likely, like I said, there's so many other ways to actually go get roles, but this one happened to be I was at, I was somewhere doing what I was doing. Someone came, they liked what they saw, they said, hey, I have something, and it led to this. And it was also Mm -hmm. partly, there was a relationship there, but like I said, they didn't realize that I was still acting, and so that I always tell people stay continue to do what you need to do, you never know who's going to show up. So I was doing what I normally do in theater, and somebody showed up, and here we are nine years later.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Now, you, what's your, now? tell us the role that you play on this uh, sitcom.
1: Sure. I uh, mentioned his name earlier. It's Jaleel Baldwin. I work for okay. the Castles and the castles of John and Dina Castle. They are the basketball player and his wife. And Dina just so happens to be my uncle. I'm sorry, I happen to be her uncle uh, as well Mm -hmm. as the chef of the house. She decided to bring a family member, and I also cook. So my job is to kind of like keep all the shenanigans in the kitchen moving, keep them a little healthy with their food, but at the same time also looking out for my niece. That's going to (laughs) throw up my goal is in the house. Isn't it wonderful to have your <laughs> uncle that's the chef? And I actually have a little space in the back. I don't live in their house. I got a common sense. Don't live in the house. Live on the on the other side. They have a big old house. Mm-hmm. Um so I kinda like um kinda sort of see myself as sort of a timekeeper. And I, I have my own little shenanigans. I even hired an assistant of my own to help out in other areas, so that I don't have to run around the whole house. But um, I have lots of fun doing what I'm doing. It's, um, I'm kind of sort of the comedic relief. I'm, I'm a supporting cast member and a regular person that you'll see in most of the episodes. And so I kind of sort of have a little spins and little sub lines here and there, but kind of like keeping, I keep all the little things going around food and all that kind of stuff in the house. Yeah. Things that chefs kind of sort of do and uncles do for their nieces and nephews kind of sort of. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's my now, function. Um, the other, uh, some other players that I do want to mention really briefly here is that. Because the show was a web show going into a uh, TV show, and a lot of us are actually new people, like, for example, um, Dina Castle is played by D'Angelo Lowell, um, uh John Castle is played by Keem Smith, and then you have two other supporting characters, uh, Tina Richardson, who's, uh, the, who's their accountant, is played by Kimberly Dooley, and, of course, the assistant that I've hired to work with me, uh, his name is Martin Ramos on the show, and he's played uh, by Carlo Rodriguez. Those are all our co-partners in crime in the that you'll see weekly, and all our shenanigans. But the supporting people that Michael put around us. He- put some amazing um, seasoned people around us, like Judy Pace. Judy Pace, back in the day, she was in Brian's song. She was an Ebony Fashion Fair model. She kind of like paved the way for a lot of TV things back in the day. Um, She was on I Spy and all those things. So she's coming back to play the mother-in-law. We have um, the late uh, Tommy Ford. Uh, This particular uh, show... Tommy was in about four different episodes. He had a recurring character. This marks Tommy's last performance, so to speak, of something that was taped prior to him passing, even though we shot this a few years back. But by the time we got on the air, this marks his last um, presence on something that was taped be- you know, before he passed away back in October. So the show also honors that. He plays this um, wonderful character called Bobby Jingles, who was a child star, but now he sells insurance to a basketball player So this. Uh, we also have Art Evans, and uh, you might know him from school days. He's been around a long time. And, of course, the wonderful Dorian Wilson, uh, who you might remember okay. from um, the park. Mm-hmm. So he's also mm-hmm. a, uh, a, a retired basketball player. Um, and we also have three, about four other main wonderful folk that you probably don't see a lot on TV, but Sly Stone makes a guest appearance through the show. Oh, Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, Ray Parker makes a guest of the show. He, is, he actually kind of, kind of like has a recurring, and we use Ray Parker's music. Um, also, Denise Williams comes in as a singing judge. And two oh, wow. other singers are involved in this show. Karen White, I'm not your superwoman. She's okay. like one of the neighbors that comes on here and there. And also, um, she plays a lawyer in this, uh, in this particular episodes, uh, her Cindy uh, Heron brags now from InVogue. So yeah. He surrounded us with all of those type of people uh, as our kind of like supporting reoccurring people that come out. And one other name I do want to mention, her name is Shoney Lorraine. She's another supporting actress. Uh, she plays Loretta Shaw, and a lot of people might know her because she has a very wonderful story. Yes, I'm plugging everybody. That's what I love love about what I get to do as this. Chef. Uh she has a wonderful store called Southern Girl Desserts, and so she's also an actress. So own the owner of Southern Girl Desserts is also a part of the show. There you have it. I think I got everybody
0: in. <laughs> now t- tell us how, how tell uh listeners how they can see this uh this amazing show. Say it again. Tell the listeners how they can see this amazing show.
1: Sure. Well we like I said, we just finished our first season, so you can catch mm-hmm. us in repeats now. It's on Centric T V. Um mm-hmm. and uh we were coming on Saturdays, uh seven PM. Uh oh. Uh, West Coast time, 9 p.m. Central, and, of course, 10 p.m. Eastern. Check your local listings now because we're going to repeat to see if they haven't changed that. And the way to find that out is it's very simple. Go to Centric tv.com and for those who do not have cable for whatever reason you actually can catch three episodes on centrictv.com and the reason I'm giving to you like that cuz let's get ready to happen we are part of the BET Viacom family in about mm-hmm. two weeks centric tv is going to be rebranded and it's going to be called bet her H-E-R. So there's a changeover that's happening. So right now, everybody that's listening right now, if you go to CentricTV.com, you can see three episodes right on us and write your comments right there. So I'm going to say go to CentricTV.com so you can see three episodes and so you can leave your comments right there. And then they will instruct you what's going on as they're getting ready for the name change because I, I didn't want anybody to be out there going, well, he said this and he said that. But there is, there is a name change going on now. But right now, CentricTV.com, you can see the first three episodes, and you can leave your comments because it's very important for the pickup that right. you, you can leave your comments and give us direct feelings of how you're feeling about the show right then and there. Right.
0: And also, Charles, if you can, um, give my listeners a website and your social media so they can find sure. out more information about you. Right? Sure.
1: My social media is very easy. It's the... Charles Reese, and Reese is spelled R-E-E-S-E, experience spelled out, and that's across the board. I'm the Charles Reese Experience on Twitter, I'm the Charles Reese Experience on Facebook, and I am the Charles Reese Experience um, on Instagram. I'm very easy to find.
0: Charles, I, uh, hopefully, Matt, if you guys get another season, man, I would love to come out to do a guest appearance, Matt. I, I don't know what I'm going to do, Matt, but I would love to come out to do a guest appearance. Well, I'll
1: tell you what you're going to do first. <laughs> go ahead on and go to the site, to centrictv.com, and leave your comment and say that right there. See, I'm not going to let you just sit on that one. Go ahead on and tell them what you want. Those are the producers right there. And then when you come on, I'll fix up a little roof for you, and so we'll, make a little, we'll have a little cook-off. All right. <laughs> how About that. Now, can you cook? That's
0: awesome. Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I had a I had a whole episode where I taught her how to cook. I will teach you how to cook too. So go to CentricTV.com, dot com. Leave that comment right there, and I'm gonna go look for it too and see if you left it. Now, nah, just about it. I you. I so definitely will. For, All right. Um, so it's been a on.
0: pleasure. I appreciate you so very much. No, it, it, it's it's truly been a pleasure, man. And I love to have you back on anytime, man. Anytime you want to okay. come on, man, just let me know, okay, man?
1: Okay. I will do that, All right, man. And listen, always continue to go with your blood beat, man. I appreciate you.
0: Thank you, man. You be blessed.
1: All right, you too. Bye bye now.
0: Special thanks to the amazing Charles Reese, so on Show. Make sure you guys uh, check him out on the repeats of uh, DT Centric's um, Beauty and the Baller. Um, also go to CentricTV.com as he said to uh, catch the uh, three uh, repeat episodes. It's going to be amazing, so I'm going to check it out. I'm also going to leave that comment. This is an amazing guy. He's doing, working so hard and, and, you know, improving his craft. Make sure you guys support him. Check out his social media. Also his also website. Thank you so much for listening to me. I appreciate you guys so much. For more information on the show, please uh, email the show. TimothyHotShow at gmail.com for more information. I love you. Stay up. Stay strong. Peace. I'm out.